Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're hiding up the gang like and going down below. Bravo! Hey gang, welcome back to the Gangplank Report. We have a very special super fan with us this week. This is our friend James Pike, who runs the Below Deck Above Average Instagram account. Hi, James. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you for being here. We're excited. You and I became friends not that long ago because I started following your awesome Instagram account. And I kind of want to find out how you got all that started. First of all, when did you find out about Below Deck and how did you get interested? That's a really good question. So before the pandemic, I had heard about Below Deck. I've seen ads. And for me, I was like, how can they make a a show about this? Like, It's just people working. I just thought it was going to be stupid. And then when the pandemic hit, I had gotten laid off and, you know, I had all this time on my hands and I ended up hate watching it and then fell in love. (laughs) And I've always really been into like celebrity culture and that kind of thing, pop culture. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends at work was like, oh, you should create like a fan page. And then that's how I ended up here. And it blew up. You have a crazy number of followers and you get the best information. Yeah, I've been lucky to have a lot of support from people behind the scenes and they like DM me and I'll be like, oh, do you want to be tagged or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So give us the, the general premise of what your Instagram account is all about. Below Deck Above Average. Okay, so my Below Deck Above Average account is just like a compiled kind of catalog of all the different like dramas and stuff from the show. I just pretty much pull information from around the internet and I kind of condense it just so everybody doesn't have to go to this website, to this page, to this, to that. And they can just kind of scroll through my feed and see it all. I love that. And it actually yeah. makes my life a lot easier when I'm doing deep dives on stuff like that too. I always check <laughs> your too. Instagram first. <laughs> he, he's my go-to. Oh, <laughs> Even between, yeah, absolutely. Between the Below Deck Reddit page and your Instagram account, I pretty much find everything I need in those two places. So I, re- I genuinely appreciate the fact that you take the time to do that. And you told me that you are in the hospitality industry yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the pandemic really turned everything around for me. Me really because I was in the restaurant industry as like a manager in a restaurant and I actually lost my job in the pandemic and now I actually work for the hospital which was like my dream job so yeah I have restaurant experience but I'm not in that field anymore. Do you think that's part of the reason why you started finally after hate watching loving below deck is because you find it relatable because of your hospitality background? Oh my God. So yes. Like (laughs) the charter guests are like a restaurant guest times like a hundred. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because at a restaurant, you don't have to sleep in close proximity to your customers, right? Oh my God. I could never imagine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I would go crazy. I think that's one of the things that make Below Deck specifically of all the Bravo shows a lot more palatable to a wider range of people is so many people in the population 
generation have either worked in hospitality themselves or been on the periphery of it to be able to make this plight of the crew more digestible and more relatable to people. Cause I've never been a rich housewife. So it's a little bit more difficult for me to identify with that Mm -hmm. than it is for me to relate to somebody who's serving somebody else in a hospitality capacity. And I think that that's why Below Deck has been such a blockbuster for Bravo because it is something that a lot of people can rally behind, you know, that a lot of people can understand. What did you, speaking of drama and you getting inside scoops, what did you think of this last sailing season? A lot of people have made the comment that they really didn't even finish the first season of Sailing Yacht because they just didn't find it all that interesting. But the second season just kept on giving. (laughs) I would have to disagree because I really enjoyed the first season, was really invested in the first season, but really the second season didn't really capture my attention as much as the first. What did I think of the second season? I don't know. It just was probably one of my least favorite seasons of all the Below Deck season franchises. Wow, you and Adrian are at opposite ends of the spectrum. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How about the exterior show drama? All the stuff that unfolded after filming? Because you were deep into all that as all that stuff was coming out. I know that there are some cast members and production people that you're in contact with. How does that work? It's hard for me to talk about that kind of question because when people message me or when I message people and it's private, I try to keep some sort of integrity and not talk about our private conversations. But I would have to say that, you know, a lot of the cast members and a lot of the people associated with the show have been super graceful and super nice, including you, Adrian. Like I the fact that we talk, it just blows my mind. I'm a little bit starstruck still. Like I'm a little bit nervous right now. (laughs) No, I think it's great. And I think that every now and again, especially speaking from the perspective of a cast member, it's hard to know who you can trust. And it's definitely, especially when your season is airing, everything's a little bit daunting and you don't know what you can and can't say to people about what's going on. And I think your discretion is huge because a lot of people don't have that level of integrity. And that's part of the reason why we're friends. We've talked about a lot of different things and discussed a lot of different elements of this whole show factor. And I appreciate your take on everything. I know that you're fairly new to the show, you know, since the pandemic, but it seems like you've really done your homework and I appreciate that. And I think it's really refreshing to talk to somebody who has a respect for the cast, not just to use them to get clickbait. And I think that the stuff that you post is pretty respectful for the most part and really thoughtful. And I think that's why so many cast and probably production gravitate towards your content is because it's not just dragging people through the mud because you can. And there's a lot of accounts like that. And that's why I think yours is different and why I endorse it. And I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be doing an IG live takeover very soon with your account. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. I'm going to be on Charter here pretty soon. And I am going to be able to, we'll announce it in advance, but I'll be doing yeah. an IG takeover for a day. I've never done it before. So please, everybody be patient with me. <laughs> it's a learning curve, but I'm super yeah. excited. What do you think about this new cast? 
for below deck med? I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, the first one coming to mind would probably be, I think it's, I've seen it pop up a little bit on social media as well, but my favorite being the David Pasco guy, like mm-hmm. I feel great. like in, yeah, in previous seasons, it's all been about like, oh, like I love women and let's get drunk and blah, 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 like that trope, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're finally getting, uh, again, like a cast member who is still entertaining, but not like trying too hard to be like the party playboy kind of thing right which i really appreciate Mm -hmm. he's not Uh, the overt machismo that we're used to seeing exactly yeah none of them really seem to be they all seem to be genuinely nice guys and after several seasons of fan windows being punched or slurs being tossed about i find it refreshing and i love one of the other things about your content james i really loved your introduction to each of the cast members i think that that was so fantastic because we were coming into a ton of new people and trying to process it all you really helped me get everybody organized and finding out a little bit about their background really endeared me to a lot of them from jump so thank you for that oh you guys are so nice like thank you so much like you keep complimenting me i appreciate it (laughs) well because you're good we don't we don't compliment people we don't like that's why we (laughs) that's why we call the other two the b word and the c word we don't even say their names (laughs) we're still not bitter at all that yeah (laughs) yeah we're still not bitter about it at all no it's it's interesting because i feel like a lot of first of all we know that there's a lot of people that said they were going to boycott the show and we know that a couple of factors play into it it's summertime people are finally allowed out of their houses so they're not Mm -hmm. trapped like they were watching below deck med last year it's interesting to me to see how much this show is focusing on the newer cast versus the two returning It kind of reminds me of the Pete edit where they know there's something going on. And so they're giving us more of what we want. So it doesn't agitate us. Does it feel like that to you guys? Yeah, it feels strategic for sure. Which I'm okay with, by the way. I'm good with it. I really thought that I would be a little more disgruntled as I'm watching, but we're three episodes in now and I'm really enjoying it. I haven't popped a blood vessel or anything. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't had to go back to your cardiologist yet? No. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way. I'm really enjoying this season. And can we talk about how like Hannah would have like loved these people if you know the B and the C weren't there yes I agree yeah, she would have rocked this season I think if I think if so it was too. her and everybody else yeah I think if it was her and Katie and Courtney I think right. she's still I think everybody would have a problem with Lexi yeah I you know we start yeah. to see a lot Lexi more might have been like Laura part two <laughs> or Sam <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam 3.0 uh, yeah sure. <laughs> You know, it's just interesting to see once you start to get into these characters a little bit, into these cast members, you start to see like, oh, that's who she is. Got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think the combination of Hannah working with the guys on the deck team, that would have, I think, been a really healthy dynamic. I think, you know, seeing her, my absolute dream would have been to have Hannah work with Glenn. 
because I feel like he's just such a positive guy. And, yeah, you know, it, match, it's yeah. interesting. I don't know that they'll ever do an all-star season. I think everybody's a little bit too spread out for that. And some of the people who would, we would want to do it are otherwise committed to things in their life that it probably would be difficult to pull that together. Although yeah. we can dream. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. seeing Hannah with a different captain and this crew, especially you're, you're right. I never thought about that. How different of a dynamic that would have been, you know, yeah. it's, we can dream, we can dream. Yeah. And like Lexi, I feel like I've like worked with Lexi like a hundred times over, just like her type. You know what I mean? Like yep. she's a server, but she like eats the fries off the plate before they go into the, the table and that she's in the corner texting. She's always like going out back and you know what I mean? Like that kind of person. That's that's what I feel like when I see Lexi. I have been on a total Lexi coaster this whole season because the first episode I I was just like okay I'm not vibing with Lexi and then episode two we find out about her dad passing and I'm a very empathetic person so instantly it's like okay I want to cut her some slack and then episode three comes around and it's just like man she's ticking me off (laughs) (laughs) so I, I can't everything's been up and down for me with her it's I I get what you're saying, though. She definitely represents many people that I've worked with in my life. (laughs) Yeah, those two comments, the one about you have to lie to the chef so you get free food. I'm Uh like, okay, I've heard that sometime in my years. Yeah. And then the second one was about the champagne. I like to be served it instead of serving it. I was like, okay. Yeah. This kind of paints a picture of how she's going to be for the rest of the season. Exactly. Sure. You're in the wrong if job. If we see her for the rest of the season. Good point. Good point. Yeah. yeah. You put that out there. You tweeted and asked about what people's idea of the over-under were for how long she was going to last. And I think that it averaged out to three charters. That's what everybody was saying. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody expects her to be there all season. <laughs> in, yeah. in quarantine time, what is seven days? It's two and a half, like two charters yeah so yeah yeah and plus like her instagram bio doesn't it say something like former it something says like hashtag that? not in yachting anymore is in okay, her, yeah. her description in her oh profile. it does okay see you're still giving me information <laughs> i love <laughs> you <laughs> uh, that was actually from adrian she told me <laughs> oh okay <laughs> don't give her credit i, d- I deep dive on occasion yeah. yeah. I, I usually leave it up to the professionals like James, but occasionally I deep dive. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so, nice. so absolutely thrilled that we were able to get you on here. I'm excited for people to follow along with you on Below Deck Above Average on Instagram. And you have a Twitter account now. So you can tweet with us whenever you get the chance, which is exciting. Yeah. So super stoked about that. And your Twitter account is which one? Because Twitter only allows 15 characters, it has to be at below deck av ave okay awesome. cool well yeah. thank you for that we'll make sure that we put yeah. all the links to your social media in our podcasting information and i'm excited for this episode to come out thank you so very much Hmm? no worries may i say one more thing sure of course oh, sure <laughs> thank you but i kind of want to mix like personal content with below deck content i just made a youtube channel and just did some story times and that kind of thing so just something i do in my spare time that i like okay to and do, what's so. your handle there it's uh, james pike Perfect. i forgot to ask if you have any questions for me oh do i have any questions for you are you having the best day of your entire life <laughs> 
interviewing you? Absolutely. I love that oh, question. Okay. That's a great question. <laughs> Every time I get to do this with Jen and somebody fabulous, it's the best day of my life. Oh, oh. well, sweetest. thank you so, so much for having me. If you ever want me again, I'm yours. And I cannot wait to connect to you about the Instagram takeover. Yay. Yeah, I'm cool. so excited for that. We'll, we'll definitely be promoting that soon. So awesome. Thanks again, guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And thank you again, James. This was lovely. You're very welcome. Have a good day, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below, original music and lyrics by Angel Twitter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Cast off, me hearties. You're